evening, everyone. Welcome to Bleacher Brawls. Our, I have to go with a live Wednesday night recording because we just started recording right now and Aaron Judge is up to bat. In play outs. Oh, Dang it. in play. Uh, yeah, there you go. Oh, wow, wow. Nice oh, little grounder. Darn it. Uh, Welcome we were hoping- to Bleacher Brawls. <laughs> that, that could have been the million-dollar moment. Yeah, that would have been really cool. All right, so we were hoping to get uh, Aaron Judge's third at, what is that, his third, his fourth at bat um, of the night live, and we were hoping it was home run. Judge's two hits tonight, uh, neither one is a home run, so it he might get another at bat because Yankees would have to go through a couple guys. Uh, actually, he might. It's only the bottom of the seventh, two outs. All right. So we'd have to go through a couple guys for him to get up in the top of the ninth. Um, so as of right now, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. But if he gets up in the uh, top of the ninth, sorry. It would have to be oh, bottom of oh, yeah, the eighth. They're home. Yeah, so he, they he have to get, have a big inning. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, he's not getting up again tonight <laughs> unless they, like, bat around in the eighth inning. Um, so, all right. Guys, we got the A team tonight. We got the people – in this recording on the pod tonight that are the smartest in bleacher brawls because they all know <laughs> it, all everyone in here knows who the true MVP is. And that is Aaron judge. So the, <laughs> the bleacher brawls crew members who are not on this live pod um, are not as smart because they have the MVP all wrong. So with me here, I got Mr. John, and Mr. Barnes, what's going on, guys? What's uh, going Barnes, on, dog? Sorry. Uh, we'll go to John first because Barnes here has an epic story. So <laughs> we'll go with John first. <laughs> what's going on, guys? I definitely missed you over the past couple of weeks. We're finally back to our Wednesday recording. Uh, a Thursday podcast, but Wednesday recording. It's, and um, But it's great to be back. I missed you guys. And I don't want to take up any more time. Let's get to Barnes. Barnsey, what happened minutes uh, before we went live? <laughs> so you can probably hear it in my voice. I'm really freaking exhausted. I'm really tired. And I walk home. I get in the door from work. And the wife is just crazy. So she's like, I've had enough with the baby. You're on baby, dude. I go, you got it. Boom, I got the baby. All of a sudden, me, I know. Oh, it's garbage pickup tomorrow morning. So what do I do? I go to take out the garbage tonight and put it at the curb. I got the baby in one arm, like a football and I I'm going outside and I'm going to, I got the bag of garbage in my hand and I put the bag of garbage in the, in the can and I start rolling it down to the curb and with the baby still in arm. And I'm like, dude, it feels like, you know, like you ever step on like a stick and like snaps up and like flicks you in the leg. Yeah. That's what I think happened to me. And I'm like, Oh, okay, whatever. And I'm like, dude, I keep stepping on a lot of sticks and there's no trees in my driveway or my yard. <laughs> I'm like, where are these sticks coming from? I look down and my leg is covered in a swarm of bees. And I just, I got stung like 15 times. I'm, I just like, I leave the garbage where it is. I run inside. I hand the baby off to my wife and I just start running around the backyard. Like, cause I didn't want the bees to get near the house Yeah, or the baby <laughs> or, or the baby. Yeah. And I didn't, luckily, we, he's good. Yeah. He when get, you told us the story. You left that part out. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, well, I, I just, because I was like, yeah, that's irrelevant. But no, them. that's not irrelevant because you don't want the baby to get stung. So I'm like covering the baby with my shirt. Like, oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I run inside, dump him off. I, and I smack a bunch of bees off me. And I'm still finding like little lumps on my leg yeah. and like on my arms and back. I took some Benadryl. So I'm like, I'm, I'm feeling it now. The Benadryl is definitely working. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So NS. FW moment disclaimer here. Uh, Barnes is probably going to either fall asleep or uh, talk garbage or blur, blah, 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 go crazy, not remember what he's saying. Uh, so be, be mindful. There may, there may be some Barnes language in here that, that may, uh, <laughs> it's because he's, he's, he's messed up. I'm hoping it doesn't happen, but oh man, I'm feeling it now. I'm getting sleepy. <laughs> 
over or under right. before it happens 15 minutes <laughs> all right it is 9 15 right now does barnes make it to 9 30 so uh before we get started with around the horn i'm gonna throw out a totally random question um and and we'll pop it up on twitter tomorrow morning what day of the week does your garbage get collected because barnes brought it up and it had me thinking i put my garbage out on monday night and they take it on tuesday Barnes puts this out on Wednesday night. They take it Thursday. John? I put my garbage out on Thursday night, and they take it Friday. Crazy. But, All right. And the, the other thing is, where I live, you can actually sign up to do it once or twice a week, and it would be if you did twice a week. And you can select your day, which is crazy. Like, huh. you could you can put it out on Sunday night, and they pick it up on Monday morning, or you can put it out on Wednesday night, and they could pick it out on Thursday morning, or you can do both. Huh. It was right. really, I was like, uh, I guess I'll just do Wednesday night. <laughs> Has nothing to do with uh, baseball, but I thought that might be a fun little topic to to discuss. It's um, interesting. We're all dads yeah. here, and it's actually interesting <laughs> to find out what day everybody puts their garbage out. <laughs> yeah, I, I just remember growing up, my dad, like, hey, put the garbage out. Like, yeah, dad, I got it later. And then, and then I wake up at like six o'clock in the morning to my dad pounding on my door you forgot the garbage <laughs> and i'm like ah shit you know running out of your boxers putting the garbage out. <laughs> all right uh around the horn we got three topics um judge 60 uh obviously he is our main focus right now um so his home runs of 60 61 and 62 are going to go for a lot of money if you catch them, you know, if you're that lucky person to be under the ball when it comes down, what do you do? What do you ask for if you catch the ball? I mean, we know the guy who caught 60 uh, just gave it back to him and said, it belongs to you, man. Uh, pretty cool. Someone doing the right thing. Faith in humanity is restored. Uh, but... I think we all want a little swag if we catch the ball because we know we could, right? Uh, so, John, what what are you asking for if you catch one of these milestone home runs? And it doesn't have to be just Judge. It could be, like, anyone. Like, Pujols 699, Pujols 700, any, anything like that. What are you asking for? Well, I'm sticking – well, Pujols, that's a different story. I'm just taking whatever monetary offer I get. As a Yankees fan, if I'm catching Judge's 61-62 home run, um, I'm making it pretty easy on them. I'm probably not going to ask for money. I would just be like, hey, I'd give it back to Aaron Judge, maybe a signed bat or jersey and something in return. I get to watch a game in a luxury box with all my friends. Hopefully, Chabral's crew gets to come in. Um, you better I get maybe like 15-20 <laughs> minutes to really just yell at Brian Cashman for all the things he's done wrong over the past couple of years or over a long period of time, how he cannot assess starting pitching. I really get to take it out on him about the frustration I have, uh, you know, just 15, 20, maybe 30 minutes of that. And then um, lastly, I get to go out drinking with David Cohn and David Wells. I mean, Coney cool. and Boomer, the scumbags. I love these guys. They're, our generations, Mickey Mantle and Whitey Ford, they love to party, and I loved. And the Yankees got to give me an opportunity to party with them. So it's not going to cost them a lot of money, but there's a lot of demands involved in those balls. Uh, I like it, Barnsley. Yeah, I think you asked. You, you probably asked for way more than I would have asked for, <laughs> especially with all the just the weird demands. To be honest with you, and we kind of talked about this on the Doug and Barn show. Like, obviously, like, season tickets would be cool, but I'd be like, I want season tickets for life. <laughs> uh, yeah, to be honest with you, I would really just want to have, like, to sit down and just hang out, like, in the clubhouse. If I if I caught that home run ball, I'd be like, yo, like, say it happened, say I was at the game tomorrow and I caught number 61. I'd be like, hey, for the rest of the regular season, game, season games, I want to just hang out in the clubhouse with you guys before the game. That's really it. I've always wanted to like hang out with professional baseball players, see what like the major league clubhouses are like, just 
and just chill with the guys, like talk with ev- literally everyone. I mean, I've had this has been one of the most fun Yankee seasons I've ever seen from top to bottom. Every player has been great. You know, obviously judges judge has been marvelous, but heck, even just hanging out with freaking Ron Marinaccio, like, hey, dude, you've been great. Or and like, you know, I would just love to sit down in the clubhouse for the remainder of the re- rest of this season, at least. Cause I'm a, I'm very much like that. Yeah. Uh, I, I think like, you know, kind of in the middle, like season tickets, at least for a year. Right. Um, I mean, with the Yankees right now, like I might even ask for postseason tickets too, you know, like, like I want some postseason games, like give me all expense paid, tri- you know, for as far as they go this year and season tickets for next year. I think that would be fair. I think it's more than fair to be honest. I think I like, I'm completely lowballing it. <laughs> I think so, you're in the sweet spot and I think yeah. John's at the high end. <laughs> All right. So what if, what I don't if, think they're going to let me yell at Brian Cashman, but I'm just going to have to ask for it anyway. Maybe the other stuff comes true. <laughs> <laughs> what if you're um, away at a, visiting ballpark so say uh who, where do the yankees go next they're at fenway right and then uh or no they're at new york but then do they travel after that what's what's their schedule after that oh, I don't even uh let me pull up the schedule they do have another road trip after this uh homestand uh let me All just right. pull up that yankee schedule really quick but okay I so mean, they, even, they go to toronto in away park they go to toronto monday tuesday wednesday so you're in toronto and you, you're a Blue Jay fan, right? And you um, catch the ball. Um, do you ask for something from the Blue Jays? Like season tickets for the Blue Jays? And, you know, the Yankees have to pay for it? You know, something like that. Like, what, 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 are, you, what are you thinking? I never I think, thought. I think if I'm a Blue Jays fan and I catch the judge home run ball, I go, I'll give this back to you if you join the Blue Jays because <laughs> our team stinks and we need you <laughs> okay uh john i never thought i was gonna say doug i never thought of it like that if you're like a blue jays fan yeah I, why wouldn't you say hey like i want season tickets for the blue jays i don't care who pays for them just i don't want the season tickets i yeah, think because, that's a pretty good idea that'd be a pretty cool thing because you know like the the if if you're in the bronx or if you you know, if you're at the Yankee game at home and you're a, a judge fan, like you're probably a judge fan if you're a Yankee fan, right? You're going to maybe cut a better deal, I guess, because, you know, you're a Yankee fan. You're just proud that you're in the moment with maybe your favorite player, right? And get a little something on the side. But if you're a visiting fan or, or an away fan, like you don't care. I'm milking them for everything, right? Yeah, you're getting like 20 signed balls. You're getting a, a bat. You're getting a couple, like, like just a, fat, a few fat bands. Like, you know what? Just throw in a couple of thousand with it while you're at it, too. You're the Yankees. Come on. Yeah. 100%. All right. Um, judge. All right. So the Yankees. Go, all right. Our second topic. The Yankees go to the postseason, right? It's pretty much all but happening, right? Um Someone's going to need to step up. So who becomes Robin to judges Batman? Who's the, who's the sidekick to MVP judge, you know, to help the Yankees get through the postseason? It could be batter pitcher. I don't care. Someone needs to step up though, because he's not going to be able to do it alone. I, I think Judge is clearly the Batman right now. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Hey, huge shout out to Joey. You're Bruce Wayne, but Aaron Judge is Batman. <laughs> Throwing it out there. Quick little inside uh, joke here at Bleacher Brawls. Joey, thanks, buddy. Thanks for being Bruce Wayne. I think who needs to be the Robin is Anthony Rizzo. He was doing it earlier this year, and when those two guys were clicking, it, it was – it just felt like they were the Yankees were unbeatable. They were on that awesome win streak, uh, you know. And oh, the Yankees dropped the game. Boom! They just started winning right back again. Yeah. Anthony Rizzo is a true veteran. He's done it. You know, he's been here before. He's been to the show. You know, he's been to the big dance. And I think 
he's in this horrible slump. You know, obviously he's coming back from injury. You know, he's, he's getting back more consistently with that bats and he just looks a little lost right now. But I think a guy like him needs to step up. He needs to be the Robin right now. Yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, definitely. Uh, Anthony Rizzo as the Robin. I think it, that's how it was at the beginning of the season. So I'll change my answer up a little from that one and say it's got to be Giancarlo Stanton, which is crazy to think of Giancarlo Stanton as Robin. I can't imagine that costume. Um, but Giancarlo Stanton has shown postseason heroics before. Like, he came up big. Uh, well, I mean, really, they're playing in San Diego in 2020. I remember him just smashing home runs. Uh, he seems to be able to handle the pressure. So if teams are going to pitch around Aaron Judge, then you have to pitch to John Carlos Stanton and he has to make those teams pay. So I guess whoever the Robin is, is going to be the guy hitting directly behind Aaron judge. So I guess Aaron Boone's going to give us that answer in a couple of weeks of who he thinks between Rizzo, it's going to be Rizzo or Stanton and Aaron Boone's going to let us know which one of us it is. Yeah. Um, I, you know, Stanton's more like Mr. Freeze right now because he's, he's cold, right? Um, there's a, there's a couple he has a walk tonight. Um, he had the monster grant walk off grand slam yesterday. Um, but you know, he's still hitting 209, and you know, he could he could ha- like eventually he'll go on one of his tears where he just hits home run after home run after home run. And I think I, I agree with you, it it has to be him because he could carry the team if Judge were to go cold. Uh so. Uh, crazy. Um, all right. Um, guys coming off of injuries, a lot of injuries for the Yankees over the last couple of weeks. Um, give me a hospital report here. <laughs> it feels like you can throw a freaking rock and just hit anyone on the roster. Like if you print out a giant roster and put it on like a hopscotch board, you just throw a rock in, you're like, oh, yeah, that guy's probably hurt. You know, DJ, DJ LeMahieu with this freaking toe, Aroldis Chapman doing whatever the heck is wrong with him. I guess it's still still his leg from that weird tattoo. Yeah. Uh, don't worry. He also has ringworm. Who knows what he's getting wrong with him. Uh, who else is there? Britain's coming back. He just finished a rehab assignment. Harrison Bader obviously finished his uh, rehab. He's played one. Uh, right? He had his first game yesterday. Uh, which is freaking awesome. Uh, and he looks good. But then, you know, Severino just got back. You know, uh, who just went on it? Uh, Frankie Montas, the guy that we got to be our next awesome pitcher. And guess what? He's been a freaking bust. Like, you know, Matt Carpenter's still still out. We're, are we ever going to see him again, John? I, it doesn't sound like it. Uh, sounds like Carpenter just probably won't be playing again this season. There's still a chance that Ben Attendee makes it back to the playoffs, but who knows really how, like, he'll, you know, you're coming into playoff baseball off an injury. Like, that's got to be tough. And honestly, I think that would be all right anyway because Cabrera's played so well in left. He's been playing so well. Now he's been playing left field with Bader and center judge and right. I guess it's okay if we don't get Carpenter or Ben Attendee back. We might be able to weather that. Um, but some of these other ones, like you really got to hope we get DJ Lemayhew back and maybe they're just giving him a little bit of extra time. Make sure that toe is really healthy. I mean, DJ is a guy that can probably get into the, you know, rhythm really quick. So maybe he only needs a week to really be able to get into rhythm and be ready for the postseason. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, hearing that Britain sound, Britain has said he's ready to come back. So if he's ready to come back, I'm not sure why. He's not on the roster yet. Um, I know Michael K said on the game earlier today or tonight when I was listening that there were they want to make be 100% sure that he's ready to come back, whatever, whatever. But if Britain's going to be a free agent anyway, and he says he's ready to come back, like why are you worried about his future? Like just let the guy come back. He's a veteran. If he says he's ready, he's ready. Um, but if they can, if they do finally activate Britain, then that's another weapon in that bullpen that the Yankees have. And that's been a lot of question marks. Uh, seeing Bader last night, hometown guy, uh, just, you know, 
couple hits, really showing what he can do with the speed on the bases. Haven't seen anything crazy as far as like in the field yet. Um, but I'm sure we will. So I think the Yankees are really kind of coming into form at the right time. Guys getting healthy at the right time. And it looks like the lineup starting to gel at the right time. Uh, we've seen what they can be. And it looks like they might finally be ready for that playoff push. So, hey, the things could get start going right for us really soon. So, so the there's no catch in Houston, right? The Yankees are seven, nine, nine and a half. They're seven games back in the loss column. Yeah, is there's no right? way the Yankees. Is that right? So there's I don't no think the Yankees way overtake them. We're not. They're not catching the the Astros. So is it okay to take your time a little bit here with guys, and you know, as long as you know, say Toronto doesn't get within two, three games, maybe four games. Uh, well, they're only five and a half. So, you know, if they don't get to like three games, it, is is it okay to just slow roll it? Yeah, I think you just slow roll it. You know, you have to, at a certain point, you just got to look at big picture. Like, hey, what's the, yeah. what's the mission? And I know you know that. And it's like, hey, what's the mission? It doesn't care. It doesn't matter like how you get the mission done. It just, is the mission a success? Is it a failure? I think the best way of success is slow roll it a little bit. You know, you don't, no need to push the pace. However, sometimes the downside of slow rolling it is these guys never get, they don't get those plate appearances. They don't get those innings. They don't get the live results. And I guess that's the only thing I'm a little wary, weary of is like, Hey, like if these guys aren't getting true at bats or true innings, what's going to happen in the playoffs where, oh, it's this player's first uh, at-bats and he's coming off the IL. You don't want that in the freaking first round. Yeah. Um, no, and we've seen that in previous years. I remember a couple of years ago, Edwin Encarnacion was hitting really well for the Yankees, goes on the DL, and his first games back were the playoffs, and he was st- he was cold. He was ice cold. Didn't get He couldn't buy a hit. Uh, so – yeah, I think you just want to make sure you got to know this is the time where you got to know your players. Like, how long is it going to take for this guy to be able to be ready? Like, maybe a guy like Britton and LeMahieu, they really only need a week, week and a half, and they'll be ready to go. Other guys, maybe it takes a little bit longer. I mean, look what they're doing with Severino. He's going to get three starts in probably before the playoffs. So they think that should be ready to go. And he, Severino looked good tonight. I mean, I know it was the Pirates, but they do have a couple hitters on that team. So, yeah, I mean, slow roll it the best you can, but make sure those know your players and who's got to go and how long it's going to take. Yeah, well said, guys. Uh, anything else? Uh, do you guys want to talk about injuries or? I, I mean, I think it. What's kind of neat is with with all these players that were were out. And now they're back and they've been out for so long. Like sometimes I forget. And like, I actually completely forgot that Aaron Hicks went on like the day to day because Oswaldo Cabrera has been phenomenal. You know, Bader comes in, he's been great. You know, you can throw Stan out there if you really needed to. It's like you're getting new players. It's almost like another mini like trade deadline, so to speak, where it's like, Oh wow, we haven't, we, we've been doing it without these guys for so long. Now it's, we got the reinforcements and we've been kind of saying that for like the last month, John and I, but I really do think that the Yankees are getting quality reinforcements, especially in proven, like proven veterans, like Zach Britton, you know, Harrison Bader, you know, going on the IL and then we buy him. He's on the IL. Like, Oh, and then he looked great. You know, I, I don't think that there's anything to worry about. It's been, it's been phenomenal. So yeah. Injury shouldn't be a problem. It's like getting new players back. You know, uh, addition from within. One Um, thing I'd like to throw in is that Aaron Judge should be the MVP. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think there's much question to that, but I feel like apparently it needs to be said again and again. So before we move on to our uh, Cuddle Mary trash, um, Aaron Judge is now leading... Well, I, I don't know about the results will be like after today, but coming into play today, Mr. Judge was leading for the Triple Crown in the American League 
Last person to do that was uh, Miggy. Um, can that happen? Can can Judge do the triple crown also? It's starting to look like it. I mean, he had what two hits tonight, and so I like I think that's his not going to hurt his batting average. Like, <laughs> I I think this is a real. It's going to be really cool to see him do it. And I mean, Miggy did it a few years ago, but not like this. So this is just I. It'd be another cool thing to see him do. Uh, it's just going to make him more expensive for the Yankees at the end of the season, but I'm fine with that. And uh, yeah, I, I really think he looks like he's got a real good shot at doing it. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason he he definitely has the ability to do the triple crown, and it's it's freaking outstanding. I mean, the next guy who could the next two guys that could really overtake him in average are Xander and Arias from the Twins. Yeah, and. I think one of the cool things I was actually having a conversation with this with uh, one of my work colleagues is that judge isn't just one of those like 230 batting average guys who's mauling the ball. He's over 300 and he's going for the triple crown and hitting all these home runs. I think that's, I think that personally, that's one of the most impressive things ever to like for the triple crown. You know, Miggy did it, and he Miggy is a hall of, future Hall of Famer. He's outstanding, but as John said, he's not doing it like this. He's he's obli- Aaron Judge is obliterating the field. Yeah, so I don't know if this already uh, changed in game or out of game, or if it, if it's updated, you know, from at bat to at bat. Um, but. Xander is in first with 317. Judge is at 316, uh, according to ESPN. But MLB.com has him at 317. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. I know that sometimes they round up or round down. Yeah, I, I definitely. How- it looks like if looking at the box score, like the live in game stuff, says oh, 317 yeah, right. for him. Well, we'll see. Judge might be getting another at bat. So, here. yeah. So, um, the looks like uh, the Yankees are going to pour it on a little bit here. Uh, Glaber hit a home run and one, two, three people. So uh, judge is up fourth right now. Bader, IKF, Trevino, and then judge would be up if it gets back to him. So there's no outs. And no outs, right. Pitching change. Yeah. So, so we could see judge again. Uh, hopefully we can, we'll still be on the air. Well, I'm sure we should be, but when if even if the podcast ends, we'll keep it going for a couple more minutes and get the live reaction. We'll we'll talk about the Orioles until Judge gets back up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Um, one of our uh, good segments moving on to uh, moving next is cuddle, marry, trash. So you have to cuddle one, marry one, and trash one. Um, The topic is biggest impact coming back to the team uh benintendi britain or dj lemayhew um well that one for me i guess that's definitely married dj lemayhew i mean when he comes back he's always a force if he's healthy like the dude can hit uh and i would the guy i want in my lineup can play him all over the field dj lemayhew is the mary uh the next one it gets a little tricky um, do you want Ben Attendee's left-handed bat veteran experience, or do you want the bullpen help with Zach Britton, left-handed sinker baller, but, but coming off of Tommy John, uh, I guess I'm cuddling Zach Britton. I think the Yankees can use, uh, the bullpen help and I'll trash Ben Attendee because I have faith in his Waldo Cabrera, um, and Harrison Bader to be able to compliment Aaron Judge in the outfield. All right, so this is where I'm a. I I I actually love DJ. I really like Britain, and I really do like Ben and Tendi. So this is actually freaking hard for me. Doug, why do you do this to me? This is the second <laughs> second time in a row on the Yankee Show that you freaking killed me with this crap. So I hate you. Uh, I'm actually gonna marry Britain because I I really do think that the the bullpen needs are greater than the batting needs strictly on the fact that on this little recent tear in September, DJ LeMahieu has been out of the picture. The Yankees have proven that they can do it without him. And I'm not 
don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying like we don't need DJ LeMahieu. I think he's very good both defensively and at the plate. But what the Yankees need is bullpen help. That's why I want to marry Zach Britton here. I'm going to, I'm actually going to cuddle Ben Intendi. And I know this sounds ridiculous. I'm like going the opposite way of John here. I do think that we could use an extra outfielder. Postseason's coming up. Oswaldo Cabrera has been phenomenal. Do you really trust the kid out there? I personally, I like the lefty bat. I I like that he offers a little bit of speed on the bags. You know, throw him up there, let him lead off, let him hit in front of Judge. Let Judge get a two-run home run instead of just a solo shot. I'm tired of Judge leading off. And obviously, the next who's who's the next outfielder for the Yankees? Aaron Hicks. Do you really want Hicks out there? I don't. I don't. I don't want to see him at the plate either. So that and that's why I'm tra- I ha- like almost feel like I have to trash DJ right now because Donaldson, IKF, Glaber Torres are getting it done. They're getting it done. There's no debate with that. Uh, I this is I know I just literally took the script. I flipped it on his head. Take that, flip it, and reverse it, Missy Elliott. Let's go. Yeah, I'm totally gonna do that. Uh, because <laughs> because Britain he, he hasn't been in the picture for like a year and a half, right? I mean, just look at up his stats. He only had 22 games last year. Yeah, uh, but only but 18 innings. He didn't pitch at all this year. So it's Dude, like the how, Yankees have guys I've never heard of warming up in the bullpen. I'm like, who the heck is this guy? Yeah, but I mean, you're you get how much would you trust a guy like him, like Britain, after not pitching? I don't know. Was did he start the first half of last year, and then he was done for the second half? Or I don't, I don't remember. Much. That's how it happened. All right, so he's been out of baseball for a year and a half. I mean, not out of baseball, but. You know, for all intents, he recovered from Tommy John. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I forgot he had Tommy John. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust a guy coming back from Tommy John. I'm not trusting him to close out games. Yeah, but I, I, I just, I don't even think I would trust him in the middle either. I, I just, I, I just don't see how he could be a valuable option. You know, if you got guys in AAA, at least they're getting reps in, and they've been getting reps in for the whole year, pretty much. Like this guy's recovering from Tommy John. And, and it's like, you never, you never know what you're going to get. Uh, it's like a box of baseballs. You never know what you're going to get. Uh, come on, man. Sorry, come on, guys. man. But so, no, I mean, it, like I said, I'm, I'm going to defend myself a little bit more. It's just one of those things where, Hey, when we talked about it the other night, John, with the um, Yankees rotation for the playoffs, it's like, okay, we got Cole, we got Nestor, we got Severino. And then who's that fourth guy? Tyone, we're going to need extra arms. You know, you have Herman to eat up some innings too. Hey, you, hey, if you run into a situation where you got to burn Tyone and Herman in one night, like you have an extra arm out there. Zach Britton's sinker ball is good. You know, you get a lot of double plays out of it. It's another left handed pitcher too who can pitch to both righties and lefties. I don't, and it's I, think it, I think it'll be really valuable if he comes back and he's in true form. Yeah, and he's a reliever coming off of Tommy John, so you're not asking him to throw, you know, go four or five innings. You know, you're asking him to throw maybe 20 pitches. Um, so, and he, he like, if he's come out and said he, he's ready to go and he doesn't know why he hasn't been activated, so that has to give you a little hope too. Yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I just don't see him making that, like, big of an impact. Like, I think the other two will have bigger impacts than he will. Because I don't think he will be trusted at, you know, at, at his onset to be in every any like high leverage situation. Sorry um, for the interruption. We are now on Judge yep, Watch. Yep, I was just going to go there. Uh, judge is up to bat, so we did get another at bat from Judge. And um, you guys watching it live or on GameCast? I'm watching live. Yeah, I'm. I got uh, Judge. He's coming up, stepping up to the plate right now. That's you- right. Everyone's going nuts. I can only imagine what it'll be like if he hits the freaking home run. They just showed his family here on the on the screen. All eyes are on him. How much of a 
dick move is it if they just walk him right here the yankees are up 11 to 2 they're just like yeah just walk the guy that's just... yeah that's a that's a bad move that's a Refuse bad move the pitch to him. yeah it's 11 to 2 who cares and you know we we kind of mentioned this on the doug and barnes show yeah. it's like hey do you want to be if you're a pitcher and you're out there do you want to pitch this guy like do Dude, you want to pitch to judge and yeah. try to strike him out if I oh, yeah, you want to challenge no. him, that's that's what you are as a major league player. I would want if, to just like, no, you're not hitting it off of me, and I'm not walking you either. Dude, if I'm Eric Stout right now, I'm grooving him fastballs, man. <laughs> it's 11 to 2. The pirates have nothing. They're nobody's <laughs> like, who cares? Uh, you know, hey, I gave up 61 to judge. Like <laughs> you want to be that guy. <laughs> I'm grooving him fastballs right down the middle man oh uh, he's not grooving him fastball he's just trying to hit the corners no. and he's missing yeah, he's his th- three and oh count he's trying to be cute and he's gonna end up walking him yeah. honestly in a worst case scenario if you're the guy that gives up the home run you could probably make a pretty good career signing autographs of that picture right yeah. and you get yeah. the home run like hey now all you here's 20 bucks from me i'll sign it or you pay me 20 bucks, and I just go get Aaron Judge's signature. It's worth a lot more. And they walk to Aaron Judge. So, oh, well. yep, I was going to ask, if I, if you're Judge, are you swinging at pitch number four no matter what, where it is? Like, I'm going golfing. That looked way down, uh, down the middle, but very low. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm I'm swinging no matter what, right? <laughs> nah, I think he doesn't. There's no reason to expand his strike zone. There's still plenty of games left. Like, all he has to do is make contact and he's going to go. I think just stay in your like groove, don't expand. And because you're going to get it, like, assuming you like nothing yeah. goes wrong in these next couple of weeks, like, he's going to hit a couple more home runs. Oh, and he has a pinch runner. Did he? Did he hurt himself? Why is there a no, pinch runner? No, they're, they're just taking him out. <laughs> and it's funny because I'm watching. I'm watching live, and you can just see all the fans literally leaving the stadium right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they're they're not even gonna stay and watch. They're like, oh well, we we came to see what we wanted to see. They walked him. <laughs> yeah, That's I got a couple of friends at that game tonight too. All right, guys. Speaking of judge, we will finish on this. Uh, call your shot. How many home runs will Judge have, right? It has to be pretty much a given that he's going to hit 762, right? Can he hit 74? Can he hit 14 more? Not like if Fisher do that. (laughs) They didn't even (laughs) throw it near the strike zone. You know, obviously it's late in the game, so and it's a blowout, so they're not going to really get groove him a fastball or something like that. Uh. Call my shot. I think Aaron Judge will hit 67 at by the end of the season. 67. Seven, uh, what, seven more? Seven more. I think it's totally doable. And I remember, uh, I guess it was two weeks ago now, we talked about it, and we all said, uh, I think we all said the over, right? I think, mm, oh, we oh, did, yeah, we did a cuddle Mary, we did yeah. a cuddle Mary trash on the uh, over, over under. under or on the dot. I think we all said over, right? Yeah. I mean, we knew it then. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to actually go 65 because I think if the Yankees keep winning, he maybe they maybe sit him for an extra game or two going into the playoffs. Even though you think they would have time off, I think that's just how you know they have time off if they have that. Is it a first round five to come in second place? I don't even know. They confuse me with the new playoff schedule, but um, I know he would get a couple of days, I think 65. I think he sits a little bit. I don't think he, um, I just think that's the, just the way the Yankees are. So it is a first round. Yeah. They skipped the wild card round. So for example, right now, Seattle and Cleveland would play each other and that winner would play the Yankees and then Tampa Bay and Toronto would play each other. And then the winner of that would play Houston. So essentially it is a first round buy for the, two top teams i hope and i'm then, not giving that's what the postseason picture on the mlb.com website looks like if i'm reading it correctly so if i'm not uh let me know that i'm dumb and you know correct me on the twitters glaber torres just smashed a, his second home run of the game and i know we did the batman and robin segment earlier but Who's right now inning 
uh, uh, is it this it is this inning holy cow <laughs> yeah i i've just been so like holy cow it's 14 to 2 but right now this september and i want to get not to toot my own horn but beep beep i called torres getting hot in september and boy oh boy is he is the robin to judge's batman right now hopefully he can drag that into october so what's the you, opposite your of, tooting your, of tooting your own horn? Because I said I was a Tyone lover and he immediately went to like, you know, got horrible. I said I'd given up on Glaber Torres and he broke my heart and he immediately got hot, hot after that. Got <laughs> 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 those two wrong. Yeah, that's the reverse psychology. Yeah. Like, ah, this guy's a bum. And then he gets hot. And you're like, oh, well, you know what? <laughs> undersell under over deliver yeah that's what you got to do you got to be like you're a bum prove me wrong like i'm okay if i'm wrong i'll trash someone and be like prove me wrong you know I, I i bet you're wishing that worked for the red Sox mojo i, I wish that worked. yeah I, I really wish that worked for jbj because that's <laughs> I, I i told everyone he was going to be a freaking bum this year and yeah, he was. He got DFA halfway through the year. Oh, everyone! Yay, Trading dude. Renfro for that guy will never make any yeah. sort of sense whatsoever. Nope. And like that's just, I, and that's all fairness. Like just not even just not just hating on the Red Sox. Like in all fairness, like that trade. If Red Sox fan, like if Heim Bloom does not turn out to be a good general manager, like that trade was the sign that it was that it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. That was the stupidest decision. It, it, it was stupid. ever made. And I love Trevor. Well, we don't have to go into that. We we could we'll we'll go into that another time, because uh, mm, you'll get me all worked up about that. Oh right? yeah, we're getting them <laughs> fired up, baby. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not falling into that trap today. <laughs> all right. Um, oh, I didn't call mine. Uh, uh, John said sixty five. Barnes said sixty seven. Yep. I'm going with sixty six. Ooh, screw it. You'd be, you would be that guy. I'm going with 66. <laughs> cut the, I'll, cut, I'll cut the middle of you guys. Well, hopefully I, I'm wrong on this one and he goes over what I said. <laughs> I hope he goes over what I said, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all kind of, well, it would be very difficult for him to get to 74. At, but <laughs> At this point, I just want to see him clobber it. I just yeah. want to see it, like every at-bat, just send him outside, just go. We, you know, we'll have to pose this one to Luke. What if he got to 74? Do you still, still think Shohei's the MVP? He'd say yes. Yeah. He would say like, yes. <laughs> I feel like uh, if you can't if you can't break a record and be the MVP, I don't know what happens. No, it's like it's basically I hate the Yankees. I will never <laughs> say anything good about the Yankees. Even when he gives his agendas for these meetings, it's as negative as possible. Like, <laughs> no, let's talk about all those hurt guys and how this guy thinks. That's what you guys should talk about. I guess. <laughs> yeah, he, it's just, no, it's let's be negative about the Yankees. That's all that is. There's You well, can't make an argument that's anybody but judge. So, so I have a quick, uh, I just pulled it up now, and I was like, all right, what was the most ridiculous like what was the most ridiculous triple crown year? You know, I I it looks like it's like the mantle season from 56 where he hit 353, 52 homers and 130 RBIs. Like I think that's probably the most ridiculous one, right? I feel like it's gotta be. Maybe yeah, that's yeah, definitely. I mean, I'd maybe in- maybe Gehrig, the 363, 49, and 166. But that's it's like, pretty crazy too, because that was in the dead ball era. But exactly. saying, judge, and judge, I'd say leading now for judge because he gets so many strikeouts and because nobody hits for average anymore. Like I, that's another, that's a reason to make this positive. We can have a whole like this has not tonight, but this has to be a whole cuddle Mary trash sometime. If Judge pulls it off, which of the three is the most impressive? Yeah, we we definitely got to address that. But holy cow, I just thought of that now. Like, hey, like not only is he going for like potentially going for the triple crown but holy cow it, it's really freaking impressive yeah <laughs> it's impressive that you thought of that while so messed up on benadryl too man <laughs> you really <laughs> i'm i'm really honing it in it, this is my flu game i think <laughs> <laughs> all right guys i have a quick question for you before we wrap it up all right so 
everyone talks about this East Coast bias or West Coast bias, right? I want to know what is what was a bigger snub, all right? The the 2019 Cy Young, where Justin Verlander won over Garrett Cole, or was it the 2017 AL MVP that Jose Altuve won over Judge? <gasps> I just thought of that right now. I want to know your answers because the Yankees got screwed out of both of them. I think Judge the, the Judge getting uh, losing it to Altuve. Altuve is a little. A tiny little cheater, just a little man, and he's a little <laughs> man in a lot of ways. And Judge should have won that MVP, so that's a bigger snub to me. Uh, dang it, we talked about this a little bit the other night. Yeah, yep. I'm really like, I think Verlander snubbing Cole might be a little bit bigger. Uh, I, actually, you know what? No the judge one was bigger because I can actually make a case for Verlander. I can't really make a case for Altuve. Like, I think he, I think he was just straight up snubbed where I like, Hey, you can make an argument for Verlander being better than Cole was that year. I don't know if that makes sense. No, I, that makes sense to me. And he's a, and he's a cheater. So asterisk. I, I was on the fence. Um, the way you just put it kind of swayed me over there. Plus I actually love Justin Verlander. Like I like Justin Verlander as a person and um, I don't like Jose Altuve as a person. Um, I, I like JV for all the stuff he does with like veterans. And I know uh, when I lived in Detroit, sorry, I'm going off on it a little bit, but um, when I was in Detroit for a couple of years, he always did a, like a Patriot rock for nine 11 you know, that he organized and sponsored and all that crap. Um, and that was, you know, so I always liked him, you know, aside from being one of the best pitchers of, you know, the last 20 years. Um, so I, I would agree with you. Uh, Judge got real screwed out of the AL MVP. All right, guys, any final thoughts? Uh, my final thought and just tagging off of you, Doug, is, hey, I want to give a special shout out to all the servicemen and women out there like Doug. I appreciate <laughs> what everyone does for the country. They're literally the reason that we can have a freaking podcast and talk about freaking baseball and argue that judges the MVP and not Otani. Um, so I really appreciate <laughs> You know, I like truly from the bottom of my heart, all the servicemen and women out there, whether you be in the military, you be police department, fire department, I appreciate like, you know, medical, I appreciate all of that. And holy cow, huge shout out to Aaron Judge, MVP. You know, that looks great. I hate bees. I'm about to pass out. <laughs> yeah, I just want to piggyback off of both of you guys. I mean, you both said it. Great. I live here down here in Military City, San Antonio. Uh, I'm surrounded by veterans and y'all are some great, there's a lot of really great people. Uh, and let's just, we've had a good one. Let's call it there. Barnes, you really made it. That was an awesome flu game. <laughs> All right, guys, just to recap some of our latest Bleacher Brawls stuff. Um, we've had a couple of videos. We had a Red Sox video go up yesterday and there is a Yankees one that Derek, our YouTube consigliere, tells me is going up. Uh, he's currently working on the Yankees one for tomorrow. So tomorrow, in addition, well, on this podcast, you will learn that there is a Yankees video going up tomorrow. So And, and listen to that one, too. That's me and Derek. You guys, you listen to us talk. Uh you're you're gonna learn something. Oh, it was, so, we had a good conversation. So Judge Double or uh geez, I called you. I was gonna call you Judge John double dipped in the Yankee talk today. Ooh, you can call me you. Judge. You can call me <laughs> Judge. Luke would not Luke would not call you the MVP. <laughs> All right, so uh check us out on YouTube, subscribe to our channel. We're we're trying to get it bigger. We want to reach as many baseball fans as possible. Uh, on bleacherbrawls.com, our English is, is Patrick an English teacher or is he a 
history. Why do I? Why am I drawing a blank? Here? I don't know if he's a history teacher, just because he is part of history. He's like eighty nine years old, <laughs> but I think he instructs children on English. All right. So our our English teacher of the group, uh, very good writer, uh, just put out an article about a another rivalry because the Yankees Red Sox rivalry kicks off again tomorrow. Tomorrow, but. Recently, I think last week, we just had a Nationals-Orioles series. We call it the Battle of the Beltway, the Baltimore-Washington Parkway series. You could literally, There's literally one road that you drive on that will take you from Camden Yards to Washington, you know, the Nationals Park, and that's the BW Parkway. It's just one road. One. That's it. Uh, you make zero turns to get you know, to both places. Anyway, um, he compares the differences between the two and it's a pretty good article. I also live uh, near Baltimore. So I will, and I go to a lot of games of both teams. So I will be, um, I will be weighing in on that, but that is a good article. If you're looking for a good read, you don't know too much about the nationals, the Orioles, please check that out. Uh, It's really cool and well-written. Uh, guys, other than that, I think we'll be back here recording on Sunday night so that you can hear it on Monday morning. Uh, a dual show. I think that's what we got. Uh, is that what we got on? on yeah, Monday? I think it's Sunday? dual show on Sunday night for Monday right. morning. And because then... we'll, we'll cover how Alex Cora just walked to judge every at bat because <laughs> Alex Cora is, you know, just a dick. <laughs> yeah, that, that's gonna happen and should be fired right along with bloom <laughs> um and then tuesday uh usually we kick off about seven o'clock but get the doug and barnes show where we uh record our pod live on a twitter space and we encourage all of you to come out and join us and talk about stuff because we like to hear your guys's views give a new perspective on things, maybe something me and Barnes didn't talk about or think of. And uh, we just want you to be a part of it. We want to grow the community. Uh, Guys, that's all I have. If nobody has anything else, I'm going to wish everyone a good night. And maybe Albert Pujols will hit 699 today. Have a good night, guys. Later. Go Orioles. (laughs) 